This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, fake alien abductions and real UFO sightings. Now, this first article I found was from eraoflight.com, and the title is Forced and Faked Alien Abductions Were Conducted by the CIA. That's correct. Forced and Faked Alien Abductions Were Conducted by the CIA. Now, this article is posted on May 29, 2020 by Era of Light. And you can find this at eraoflight.com. It begins, it says, Throughout history, the field of UFOlogy and the examination of extraterrestrial hypothesis has without a doubt been overcome with a plethora of disinformation. Those who have dived into the depths of UFOlogy know this best, as it's well documented that outsiders from intelligence agencies and governments have infiltrated the field for the purpose of deceiving researchers and people who are interested in the topic. For one simple reason. To keep them away from the truth. Wow. Now that is really uh, an insightful, truth-loaded paragraph right there. We can see the same thing happening with the deep state. When we talk about this UFO phenomena, I want you to remember that it is the deep state actors, the deep state actors that are trying to keep us from the truth, that are blasting us with disinformation. They are preventing the real information from getting out there, and they are trying to control the narrative to suit their purposes. And they do this with every topic you can mention. Look at what's going on with this COVID-19 outbreak. You take a simple case of flu, probably was manufactured in the Wuhan flu lab there in China, no doubt about that. But by the time it got to the United States, it was well on its way to being burnt out. But not to let a good crisis go to waste, as they like to say, the deep state took the opportunity to somehow brainwash President Trump into the notion that it was a good idea to close the country down for three and a half months. Lock us up, take our jobs, tell us we can't go to church, tell us we can't go out with our friends, we can't go play cards at a casino, we can't, we can't even go to the park. They were controlling the native, they were controlling the narrative through a host of bad data pumped into a computer using a 60-year-old computer language. Garbage in, garbage out. We see them doing the same thing with the UFO phenomena. They create something called the Blue Book. They send an authority figure around to debunk everybody, to harass people who have seen things or experienced things. And as if that's not enough, they sow weeds in your wheat field. They completely completely saturate the environment with disinformation and lies. And we can see the same thing happening right this very minute as these riots break out. Some poor soul appears to have been murdered by the police. Terrible situation has occurred. We have all this pent-up lockdown from a dozen different things happening in the country. And then 
you just put that on the back burner and let it simmer with this lockdown. Now you turn those folks loose on the street and you throw in the Antifa disinformation experts. You pass out bricks and the next thing you know, a protest turns into a riot and a riot turns into a civil war. And this is what the deep state is after all along. On every single front, they are sowing disinformation, lies, and attempting to control the narrative. They want you to do everything but think for yourself. They want to do the thinking for you. And the thinking that they want to do for you is pretty much nothing. Now this article continues. It says, on top of, this, on top of these disinformation campaigns, which seem to be an operation today... There has long been an official campaign of ridicule and secrecy. And then it says, Roscoe Hillencoster, ex-CIA director, associated with the subject. This is why I encourage all those reading who dive into the subject to, suck, to stick with facts, data, and evidence rather than entertain what seem to be outlandish claims that in no way at all can be verified. I'd like to draw your attention to Dr. Jacques Vallée. <clears throat> who holds a master's degree in astrophysics and a Ph.D. in computer science. The subject of UFOs first attracted his attention as an astronomer in Paris. He subsequently became a close associate of Project Blue Book's J. Allen Hynek and has written several books on the UFO enigma. Now, we've talked about Dr. Jacques Vallée on this program, and you can go back and see some of the uh, older podcasts that we've done. The article that I'm reading from here also, I should say, is... Uh, listed at my Twitter account, UFO Warning. You can get there by at Warning Sub UFO. And I try to post all of the um, relevant documents that I reference in the podcast. It says here, it says, he is in reference to uh, Jacques Vallée. He is currently a venture capitalist living in San Francisco. Vallée, who developed the first computerized map of Mars for NASA in 1963. He later worked on the Network Information Center for the ARPANET, a precursor to the modern Internet, as a staff engineer of SRI, International's Augmentation Research Center for a center under Douglas Engelbart. He's a researcher that's had a very interesting life, to say the least, with regards to researching the topic of UFOs. He's come into contact with and had meetings with most experts in the field, politicians from around the world, high-ranking military personnel, much more. His journey into the subject has led him to investigate an uncountable amount of case reports regarding UFOs and supposed extraterrestrial beings, and he's been a major player with regards to bringing the mainstream scientific community forward to look at the evidence and data that's involved with such a serious subject that in his, t that, that in his time was largely ridiculed. He is an important reason why the phenomena has gained as much credibility as it has today. And that's a fact. Valet is one of these uh, very uh, credentialed individuals that first came into the UFO phenomenon research and has done an awesome job of looking at this thing just with an open mind and approaching it from a logical, uh, reasoned viewpoint. And he, he comes in with a lot of clout. It says, Valet is one of many who have written about and documented the startling evidence that well-constructed hoaxes and media manipulations have misled UFO researchers, diverting them from the UFO phenomenon itself. That's really going on. In one of his latest books, Forbidden Science 4, he shares a record of his private study into unexplained phenomena between 1990 and the end of the millennia, during which he was traveling around the globe, the globe pursuing his professional work as a high-technology investor. 
It's a bit of a diary documenting his experiences and encounter meetings as he tries to examine and explore the phenomena. In an entry dated Thursday, the 26th of March, 1992, Valet writes, I have secured a document confirming that the CIA simulated UFO abduction in Latin America, Brazil, and Argentina as psychological warfare experiments. Now imagine that. The good old CIA running a simulated alien abduction on some poor souls down in Latin America, that is Brazil and Argentina. Reading this line from his book triggered me back to earlier in his book when he mentions one of many conversations he's had with Ron Blackthorne. On April 16th, May 1990, he writes, over lunch again with Colonel Ron Blackburn, Air Force at the Gatehouse in Palo Alto, he revealed that the Secret Onion Group started in 1985 in the classified tank located in his basement at the Lockheed Skunk Works. Colonel John Alexander had brought him a list of the people in the inner circle. They divided the world into layers of concentric trust and ability. John introduced Blackburn to Ed Dames. Blackburn and I have have a firmed up our plans to ravel our plans to ravel I think he means travel to New Mexico on May 4th up the High Mesa supposedly to meet some aliens it's interesting to note that Colonel John Alexander Army writes about Blackburn in his book UFOs, Myths, Conspiracies, and Realities among the people I met was Dr. John Blackburn a retired U.S. Air Force Lieutenant Colonel who was then working at the Lockheed Skunt Works in Burbank it was Blackburn who first asked me if I had ever heard of the infamous Area 51. In the early 1980s, his, this facility was still not widely known inside the military, let alone the general public, even though it had been functional for decades. Among areas of common interest between Blackburn and me were UFOs. We discussed many possibilities related to who might be in charge of UFO research. We both thought there was some organization, probably within the U.S. Air Force, which had the responsibility, but we acknowledged that whoever had the ball there must be an interagency effort as well. Our assumption, our assumption was that somebody must be in charge, and we were well aware of all the prevailing stories and rumors. Roswell, we assumed, was a real event. And then it says, fast forward to May 14, 1990. Valet writes about Blackburn. I'm convinced the government is working on UFOs, he told me. What are the chances some witnesses are being fooled by special effects developed by psychological warfare, I counted. Thinking of cases like Bentwaters in the UK or Sergi Pontois in France, they're pretty good, he admitted. Suppose you shine a weak infrared laser into people's eyes. It won't hurt them, but may induce a hallucinatory state. Experiments have been done where you send a microwave beam through someone's brain. You pick up the transmitted energy pattern. You can influence people this way, even make them hear things. Holograms have been used too. Wow, that should really improve your trust in our government, that they, the elements within our government, and how could you call them anything but the deep state? Think that it's okay to focus microwaves on people's brains and see what happens. Wow. Kind of makes you think about the 5G in a little different way, possibly. Maybe all those conspiracy theorists who think that 5G is not, is not healthy for us, maybe they're on to something. Anyway, this article goes on for quite a while. talks about some other, uh, other uh, abductions, and I think it gets a little bit into uh, some of the regressive uh, uh, hypnosis-type stuff. 
But they make some good points. The point is that the author of this article clearly believes that UFOs are a real phenomena, but at the same time, um, they are open to the notion that uh, our own government, elements within our government, as we call the deep state, are more than happy to abuse the notion of this UFO phenomena to their advantage. And possibly you take some, some poor individual and convince them that they've been abducted. Once they've convinced somebody that they've been abducted, then they can come back with the, we're here to make peace routine, all the aliens want to help us. Yeah, I know they shoved this, uh, you know, scope up my rear end, or they had me tied down to a bed and, and put needles in me, but they're basically good guys. That's the kind of narrative you hear a lot of times, and I wonder sometimes if these people uh, have, maybe they've been abducted by the CIA elements, uh, deep state elements, or maybe these elements are actually actually working in conjunction with some of these nefarious uh, non-human entities or aliens that uh, many people already believe exist and uh, seemingly operate with almost free reign within our country. I mean, think about the uh, cattle mutilations. Something's holding them back at some point, or I think they would be taking a lot more people. Now, moving on from the notion of faked alien abductions or alien abductions that were conducted uh, in conjunction between between the deep state and some possibly some uh, very uh, nasty aliens that are here. Moving on from that, we still have some reports of some actual authentic. Um, UFO sightings have been caught on camera. Now, I talked about the one in Lincolnshire, UK, a couple days ago, and some video did turn up online. I found that, and I have a link there at the Twitter account, UFO Warning, and it comes up from a site, from a site called LincolnshireLive.co.uk, and if you go to that site, you can, you can flip, uh, you can turn on the video there. They have a short, uh, about a three-minute video, and it's pretty neat. I mean, you can hear the people talking, you can see this weird, I don't know, kind of amorphous, shape-shifting thing, and it kind of falls into that category. It almost looks, like I said earlier, like two strings of kind of almost nasty, uh, cloudy-type material. It's like, I really think that what this thing is doing is, it's trying, it's trying to blend into the background, and we have another clumsy AI attempt at camouflage. That's what it looks like. And the people obviously see it. It's obviously having an effect on them. It doesn't seem to be anything faked by the CIA, the deep state. And it certainly doesn't look like any kind of high-tech weapon system. It looks like one of these shape-shifting UFOs that tries to blend in the background frequently. And this time there's a cloudy sky behind it. So what does it do? It tries to present itself as a couple of clouds. And it looks like a very clumsy attempt camouflage and you can hear the people talking about it now and as i said in the previous podcast lincolnshire does seem to be some kind of a hot spot for ufo activity now i also had uh, another one here i found and i believe this is kansas um sometimes my twitter gets a little bit sassy on me this one uh See if it'll come. Yes, I got this off of YouTube. It's going to probably try to play in the background here. This uh, video only lasts maybe 15, 20 seconds. It was shot over Topeka, Kansas, May 2020. And sadly, it only has 24 views 
on the channel. Now, I'm not sure. It looks like the name of the person that put it up there is Unexplained Tragedies. But you can go to the uh, Twitter account, UFO Warning, and I have a link right there at Slatest UFO Sightings. Net, and then the one below that is the one from Kansas. This is called uh, YOUTU.DP, and then it's DPDZ. It's got, it's got, it's, it's listed there. Just go to the Twitter, click the YouTube link, and you'll see this orange globe as it kind of darts across the screen. Now, at first glance, people might say, "Oh, that's an airplane," but it's not. Look at it. You'll, you look at it closely. You'll watch it a couple times. You'll see this thing kind of move up and down, kind of moving along, kind of wavily, like just like one of these typical orange globes. These are the same things that we've been seeing over and over and over again, ever since this whole uh, nonsense with this uh, with this whole pandemic thing has started, and we just have to wonder what in the world is going on. Now, also, I found another uh, article here. A UFO has been photographed over Toronto, Canada, May 26, 2020. That's also listed, that's linked at the Twitter site, UFO Warning. And the article that carried it was latest-ufo-sightings.net. It says the triangular-shaped craft was recorded in the daytime Sky above Toronto in Canada. This happened on May 26, 2020. Witness report: dark color object of weird shape. Now you can see it here. It looks kind of like a triangular shape, but it's more of a V-shaped. I mean, it could possibly be some super high-tech fighter jet, but I, man, I don't know. It's weird. Witness report: dark color object of weird shape could be, could be Bell moving fast at heights generally planes travel. I saw a strange-looking dark object moving fast at a high altitude. I quickly went inside and gathered my camera and shot this video at 100 zoom. I did not have the time to set up my camera on a tripod or something, so I was trying to move with it while focusing. It traveled from downtown Toronto southwest and could see it till it was visible in north direction at 8.51 p.m. on May 26, May 2020. I was out of my balcony looking at the sun when I saw it. It took about one to one and a half minutes to, revert, to, to reverse the entire distance. So obviously it's traveling at a pretty decent clip. But it's a very strange looking thing. What's interesting about that is it, it's definitely a UFO. Very kind of odd shape, but still it conforms enough. There is the possibility that this could be some sort of top secret military aircraft. Why they'd be flying it out there, who knows. And secondly, they don't say anything about uh, hearing a sonic boom or anything like that. And then, uh, I did a little bit of a way back here. I have an old video posted from the um, security team. And this is one that was over in Ohio back in 2017. Uh, some pretty nice footage on that. Uh, some of you might have saw, but I just thought I'd throw that in there because... It's a nice diversion from all of the craziness that we have going on around us right now. And I have to tell you, with all the news from COVID and all the news from um, the undocumented shoppers, some people call those folks looters, uh, it's a little harder to dig through uh, the search results to find uh, some of this, some of this uh, 
homemade UFO footage where people are just standing outside filming and they catch the UFOs. Those are so much fun to find, but you know, if you type in UFO to a Google search engine or pretty much any search engine, you get page after page after page after page after page talking about the Navy UFO videos. But you know, there's a lot more going on about, about UFOs than just that. So a person can literally spend two or three hours a day trying to find a couple of YouTube, uh, YouTube videos that are buried online that have gotten 20 or 30 views when they're actually pretty decent videos with pretty decent narration. And I think part of this is just about the powers that be controlling the information, controlling the narrative, and it's so hard for those folks working at the grassroots level to get not only their message out there, but to just get raw evidence out there. And that's the stuff that is so cool to look at. Just the stuff that just some normal guy was out there or some normal gal and they happened to spot something in the sky, they push record on their video, they picked it up and they recorded some UFO video. Just like the Outer Banks stuff that went, that went viral here I think last year. That's the stuff we're looking for and if you have it, hey man, send it to me uh, at Twitter. Send a link. It's, it's a good place to share some of this stuff. That's about all I have today, so keep your, keep your ears open and your mind open, and let us know if you see anything in the skies other than your normal airplane traffic. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.